Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Thursday, June 15th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, the Guardians shut out again uh, on Wednesday night in San Diego. 5 nothing by the Padres. Michael Waka uh, was in complete command uh, on the mound uh, throughout the game, really uh, shutting down Cleveland's offense. And Aaron Savali, uh, you know, gave up the, the leadoff home run and then uh, sort of appeared to settle in, but, but wound up uh, not making it through uh, four innings. Uh, it looks like a guy who is, you know, just coming back from a, a, a long stretch on the the injured list. Yeah, Joe. He, uh, you know, three and two third innings through almost a hundred pitches, through ninety five pitches in three and two third innings, faced twenty hitters. You know, uh, just uh, way too many pitches, way too much traffic. Uh, he struck out seven guys though. But, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't keep the, you know, gave up, uh, the home run to Tatis, another one to, uh, Machado, um, you know, had trouble keeping the ball in the park and that five to nothing score seemed like 10 to nothing. Right. Uh, seven strikeouts you mentioned. I mean, that, and, and there was four walks in there as well. Uh, it, you know, it, it tells me he, he's got the stuff and he's, he's sharp enough. He can get through, uh, you know, innings. Uh, it's just right now he he needs to refine things and and work on uh, sort of finishing batters off and and you know getting out of at bats uh, to extend his his outings uh, and and again the the long ball is something that's that's plagued him the last couple of seasons he's one of the uh, you know the major league leaders in in home runs allowed uh, you know per nine so uh, you know there's still some work left to be done uh, for Savali before. You know, he sort of puts a lock on a, a spot in that rotation moving forward. Yeah, and you know, the, the, like you said, this was his third time back from the injured list. Two uh, decent starts, and this was a, this was a bad one. Uh, he said after the game, he's got to be much more efficient, much more concise. You know, he, uh, this is a tough lineup. Uh, you know, obviously Tatis, Soto, Machado. Uh, Bogarts are the first four hitters, and they all did some damage against them. And um, you know that, and they really, you know, th- there was no no offensive support uh, for uh, Savalis, but he was bobbing and weaving the whole time out. So, you know, we'll have to see um, just how he does the next time out. The good thing is, Joe, he, he did throw a lot of pitches, so you know mm-hmm. we know uh, th- the arm is strong. We'll have to see how he comes out of this one. Yeah, the reason why uh, Savali didn't get a lot of offensive support, Michael Waka, six and two-thirds, uh, four hits, five strikeouts, only one walk, uh, pitched into the seventh inning before he ran into any sort of trouble, and it's that seventh inning uh, that, that sort of sparked uh, you know a, a little bit of debate there, a lot of debate, actually, uh, among Guardians fans. I believe it was the seventh inning 
with two outs and the bases loaded when uh, uh, Terry Francona allowed Miles Straw uh, to to bat instead of uh, pinch hitting for uh, you know somebody who in that situation uh, the possibility existed with a you know a four a, a four run deficit at the time uh, the possibility existed of um, you know tying the game up with with one swing of the bat. Uh, and uh, he left Tyler Freeman and Gabriel Arias uh, on the bench at that time. Uh, what was Tito's uh, sort of reasoning behind uh, not pinch hitting for Miles Straw in that situation? Yeah, he said, uh, you know, he didn't think about it. Uh, he had all the all those guys on the bench were right-handed hitters. Uh, you know, I guess if he had a lefty, maybe he would have pinch hit. But, uh, he just, you know, I asked him, was it because of, uh, you know, Straw's defense? Did you want to keep his defense in the game? And he said no. He just said, uh, you know, everybody on the bench was a right-handed hitter. And at that time, uh, Wilson was in, uh, I think had relieved uh, Waka, and uh, he wanted that matchup. So, so you know, that's the way it went. But, you know, that was the, uh, you know, kind of the turning point in the game. Well, not the turning point, but a big out in the game. And then, you know, he starts the next inning with a, with a pinch hitter with uh, Arias, uh, you know, bat, hitting for a Brennan. Yeah, and that was uh, the other decision goes back to the, the lineup decision, uh, batting straw seventh and when he normally bats ninth. And now in, in, recently when Cam Gallagher catches, Gallagher bats ninth and, and straw moves up or down related to that. But, uh, you know, the decision to put straw up, uh, in front of Brennan uh, in in the lineup originally led to eventually, you know, and, and there's no way to predict that this would happen, but but Straw coming to the plate at that moment instead of Brennan, who could have been batting, uh, you know, left-handed uh, in, in that and was, you know, certainly a, a hotter hitter at the time than, than Straw. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he was, he was going, uh, you know, the last three hitters were Straw, Brennan, uh, Zanino, right, left, right. Maybe he wanted to break those those guys up at the bottom of the order. Didn't want to have, you know, because he had Bell, uh, Jimenez, and and Straw. You know, uh, what batting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure what what the call was, but he said, you know, I guess if he had a lefty on the bench, he would have he would have hit for Straw, but that did not happen last night. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and it, it sparks a lot of debate uh, on Twitter, online, you know, fans reacting. Uh, but but this is the way things are right now with, uh, you know, the catching situation not producing at the plate. You've got Zanino uh, batting 177. Uh, you know, he he he's just not uh, not giving you anything in that spot. You've dropped him down to ninth and uh you've got Bo Naylor who extended his hitting streak to 10 games in the, in at AAA, uh, waiting in the wings. Uh, I, how much longer are we going to have to, to suffer through, uh, Mike Zanino at bats and, and, and misplays in the field before we, we see Bo Naylor up with the big league club. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's, that's on, uh, <laughs> that's on the on deck circle, Joe. And, uh, you know, I, I asked, uh, I asked uh, Terry. Uh, I mean, I asked Francona yesterday. Uh, you know what 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 it would take to take uh, to get Zanino's game, you know, kind of stabilized. And he kind of said, "Well, that's a loaded question." And then you know, he went on from there and said, "You know, he, we knew we knew coming in that he was he, he had there was a lot of swing and miss in his game. He also he said that you know one of the you know it was kind of a you know 
uh, the perfect storm Saturday's game against uh, Houston, where they had picked up something in McKenzie's delivery and allowed him to get big jumps. And, you know, Zanino was hurrying his throws. But, you know, I, I, you get the feeling that, that something is on the horizon here with with uh, with Zanino. And, you know, I would think, uh, you know, <laughs> I would think, uh, you know, t- uh, Bo Naylor is, is, is in the pipeline, you know, but you know, they've got to make the decision. Yeah. I, are there any uh, front office executives traveling on this trip right now to the West coast or is is anybody out there? Is Antonetti with them? Is Chernoff with them uh, on this trip right now? No, uh, I saw James Harris, um, the assistant GM is here. Uh, I saw him yesterday. So I, I, I would think he's the uh, front office liaison with uh, with traveling with the ball club. Yeah, because usually when, uh, you know, one of the top two guys is is with the club, if, if they're going to make a, a significant move like that or have a, a tough conversation like they would have to have uh, in order to get Bo Naylor up there, uh, you know, one of those guys is usually uh, with the uh, with the traveling party. But, uh, you know, that not being the case now, maybe. Maybe one of them joins a club in Arizona uh, when they they move on after tonight's game. Yeah, that's that's possible. I mean, uh, you know, I think James lives out here. Harris lives out here, so you know, it's kind of an easy, you know, an easy uh, travel day, travel trip for him. And I don't know if he would go to, uh, you know, go to Phoenix with the club or not. So we'll have to see if if uh, you know if we see Chernoff or or Antonetti out here. Uh, for uh, in, if they if they join the team in Arizona, so uh, a lot of uh, conversation now, uh, you know, obviously focused on the catching situation in Bo Naylor. Uh, the other Naylor also sparking a lot of debate, I guess not not necessarily debate, but a lot of a, a, a groundswell of support uh, ever since it was revealed that the uh, All Star vote totals uh, had Josh Naylor. Tenth uh, in uh, the American League among first basemen, even though he leads American League first basemen with RBIs, uh, he's uh, probably one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Uh, extended his hitting streak uh, last night. Of, uh, what is it? Thirteen games now. Yeah, thirteen uh, games. Thirteen games uh, with the the hit uh, last night uh, in, in the game against the Padres. Uh, Josh, Na- looking more and more like. Uh, if Josh Naylor isn't uh, certainly one of the the finalists in the the fan uh, the fan vote for uh, a starting spot in the the American League, uh, certainly he could be under uh, strong consideration uh, as a as a reserve or, or selected by the coaches and players. Yeah, you know he's he's really come on. He's been solid in that in the middle of that lineup. He's hit for power. He's driven in runs. You know he went he had a single in in the uh, fifth inning uh, last night to extend his streak. It's the longest active streak in the big leagues right now. Uh, so he you know and he's uh, he's doing everything that a first baseman is supposed to do. Joe, he's uh, he's playing decent in the field, making nice. Uh, he's digging ball, balls out of the dirt. You know, he just needs a little help here offensively. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's the thing is uh, he's supposed to be the help for Jose Ramirez, and he is. Uh, and, and Jose, you know, keeps plugging along. But uh, it, it's it, it looked for a little while there, especially on this most recent homestand, that the the middle of the lineup uh, had sort of figured things out and was was starting to connect things and uh, you know sort of hand the baton off, uh, drive in a couple of runs here and there, and you know, start to perform the way you expect. 
But, uh, you know, then you come out last night and you run into a guy like Michael Waka and everything goes back to, uh, you know, where it was. I think it was the eighth time this offense has been shut out this season, uh, you know, tied for uh, the most in baseball with some of the some of the worst teams you can think of. Oakland, Kansas City, uh, you know, are, are, are also teams that have been shut out eight times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before the game, Francona said that Waka was the kind of pitcher you know, a veteran guy that if you're not really patient with him, you know, he's really going to drive you crazy. And, uh, you know, he retired, what, the first seven guys. Uh, and like you said, they didn't lay a glove on him until the seventh inning, you know, and uh, Ramirez singled, uh, Bell had a double in that inning, um, you know, to kind of set the table, but they just, it just nothing came of it. And, um, you know, so yeah, he was, he was as, uh, he pitched as predicted by Francona and, and the, really the off the, the hitters really, you know, it's still a young lineup basically. And they looked, uh, they looked overmatched last night and, uh, you know, they're playing in front of, you know, a sellout crowd in San Diego. And that's really a powerful lineup uh, that they're facing. And, and once, uh, you know, kind of you give them, you open the door. I mean, Tatis is, you know, I, I, people were saying he wasn't playing well. He looks like he looks like all world right now. He had what a home run, leadoff home run, two doubles, stole the base, scored on a, a wild pitch. You know, he was doing everything out of the leadoff spot last night, and uh, the Guardians couldn't stop him. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, I just uh, I caught myself a couple of times thinking, boy, this guy looks like he's playing like at an MVP level, uh, and and even defensively out there, he looked like he was on another level. Uh, running balls down, uh, making diving catches, and uh, he's got a particularly strong arm. He throws behind Ahmed Rosario on a on a base hit and and and, and uh, gets him uh, you know sort of straying away from the bag there uh, for an out uh, in the ninth inning. Uh, I just uh, you you've got to if it wasn't for the fact that you know he's a convicted steroid uh, user, I think uh, um, you know he would be sky's the limit kind of uh, you know potential for. Uh, you'd be talking about him like you do uh, Shohei Otani in, in terms of like face of the game. Uh, but, you know, he's always going to have that cloud hanging over him. Yeah. And, you know, he had, uh, you know, signed a big contract. You could see why, you know, the, the Padres signed this guy. So to give him so much money, you know, before the, the motorcycle accident, before this steroid, you know, before he tested positive with steroid, this guy's got a lot of talent, Joe. I mean, he's, he's fast. He's got power. Like you said, great. You know, he moved from a shortstop to a right field and uh, he looks like he was born out there. I mean, that throw he made to get Rosario, um, you know, in the ninth inning when he strayed too far from first base, he looked like a Clemente or something. It was just a great throw and he gets that crowd going, man. He, he, oh. he's kind of a spark plug. I'll tell you the the neat thing about that throw was he was gonna throw to second base and and all of a sudden at the last second he's you saw him sort of uh, change his mind out of the corner of his eye and, and throw to first it, it was almost like a no look pass like uh, like Patrick Mahomes throws but uh, he sort of changed directions with the throw and and wound up putting it on the money uh, to get Rosario I was I was really impressed with that throw. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a headliner for sure. And, and you're going to see, uh, you know, him, you know, definitely in the, the MVP conversation for years to come, just based on, you know, what we've, what we've seen up close. Uh, it's just funny, you know, San Diego was, 
had had committed so much money to him and and was so ready to to make him the face of their franchise before the steroid thing and and then they go out and sign Sander uh, Xander Bogarts uh you know to basically move him off of shortstop because uh you know they didn't know for sure what they had with him and uh you know now for him to be out there producing like this is pretty impressive uh hey uh, uh AL Central news and I know this isn't the uh uh the most important or pressing thing but we found out uh Vinny Pasquatino from uh, Kansas City uh, needs shoulder surgery that's going to shut him down for the the, the rest of the season. So uh, the Royals, who were already in dead last place and, you know, one of the worst teams record-wise in baseball, uh, lose one of their up-and-coming uh, young power hitters uh, for the remainder of the, the season. Uh, uh, certainly another uh, blow to Matt Guitaro down there in, in Kansas City. Oh my goodness, that's bad news. Yeah, they, Kansas City and they can they can't stand they don't they don't need any more bad news. They're 18 and 50, 17 games out of, off the pace in the AL Central, and they've lost nine straight. And now you know one of their their best young uh, hitters is is done. So uh, that is not that's not good news for sure. And you know I saw you know Cal I mean uh, 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 you know Mike Clevenger kind of left mm-hmm. his start last night for uh for the white Sox looked like uh, you know that violent follow through on his want on his delivery and he strained his bicep muscle it, i don't know if you saw the video of it but it yeah, did I not did, look actually. good yeah when uh when the muscles in your arm ripple after a pitch like that <laughs> yeah, uh, kind yeah. of a kind of a scary sight uh, not something you want to see but uh uh you know there's another uh, al central injury uh to 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 sort of ponder and think about uh, hey, uh, speaking of uh, injuries and updates, I uh, want to remind our listeners, uh, you can sign up for uh, Guardian's subtext. It's uh, $3.99 a month to uh, get text messages sent directly to Hoinsey and myself, uh, or from Hoinsey and myself, jeez, that's to your <laughs> phone. Uh, a lot of fun uh, to interact with our uh, our users and our, our readers uh, on clean.com slash subtext to sign up. Uh, two, uh, 216-208-4346. Uh, if you want to sign up, uh, send a text message there. Uh, Hoinsey, uh, we, we've had some pretty cool interactions with, uh, with the, the subscribers, uh, just over these, these last couple of weeks talking about Bone Ailer and going back and forth with them. Uh, they are the, they are the ones who ask us the most often, you know, when we're going to see Bone Ailer. So, uh, they will, they will be rewarded as the first people to know about it as soon as we find out. Uh, when a bone nailer move uh, is happening, uh, it, it definitely, uh, if you want your bone nailer update, that's where to get it uh, on cleveland.com slash subtext. Uh, sign up for three ninety nine a month. Yeah, uh, Joe, that's it's a great it's a great feature. And, uh, I, you know, I love it. And uh, I get all my ask coinsy questions from those guys. And they are really they're they're on target with those questions. After all these years, how do you screw that up? Come on, Hoinsey. It's not ask Hoinsey. Nobody, oh, says, exactly. nobody says ask Hoinsey. After all these years, they say, hey, Hoinsey. That's, That's right. I've never once in my life, I've never once in all the years working with you said ask Hoinsey. No, it's hey, Hoinsey. That's the, that's the, you got to think branding, Hoinsey. Come on, man. That's right. Uh, hey, hey. Yeah, your brand. It's <laughs> crossed my forehead. There you go. Uh, hey, Hoinsey, uh, coming up, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Sunday is uh, National Mascot Day. Uh, so uh, the, the Guardians are on the road, so so Slider probably won't be with them uh, when they're playing in Arizona. 
But uh, it's it, it, who's your favorite mascot of all time? If you had to pick out of the pantheon of uh, great baseball mascots, you've got uh, you've got the Philly Fanatic, you've got the San Diego Chicken. You know who who's your number one? Who's your all time greatest mascot? Obviously, Slider's up there. He has a special yeah. place in all of our hearts. But but who, if you had to pick one mascot to be deserted on an island with, who would it be? <laughs> I'd have to go with Slider, but the Mariner Moose. I don't know if the if the Mariner <laughs> Moose is still still active or not, but he's he's a close second. Man, that guy that he fell off the um the wall the, in the outfield. No, it was he, the he roller ran into the, the wall. Yeah, he yeah. ran into the they, wall. They dragged him like they they had like a golf cart or or something. They dragged it. He was. He was doing some sort of like surfing thing or yeah, roller I think he was skate. on rollerblades or something. So. And he crashed into the wall and broke his leg. It was crazy. <laughs> and that and that was the same time when uh, when Slider had had fallen off the wall and torn his ACL, right? They, That's like, right in the mascots, playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, both mascots had uh, had gimped up legs, and uh, you know the Mariner Moose. Yeah, he was a. Uh, that's a tough cookie, man, to be out there in the playoffs, you know, on crutches when your your team needs you. So. Uh, yeah, uh, hats off to the Mariner mascot. I think, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'd pick, uh, if I were deserted on a desert Island, I'd pick the San Diego chicken because, uh, you know, fresh eggs. I, I don't know. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. yeah the San Diego chicken, he started it all, man. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, uh, I thought Max Packin, wasn't he the, uh, oh, yeah, um, the, 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 the clown, clown prince, prince of baseball. Yeah. So, uh, he, he's, uh, a, a pretty classic one, a, a bit of a throwback there. Uh, but yeah, okay. Well, Hoinsey, you're my favorite mascot. Uh, I'll, I'll always, uh, root for you. Um, we'll be back with another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast on Friday. Uh, we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.